Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. What's shaking, Daniel? Oh, what is shaking? It's awesome, beautiful day. Uh... I think we talked about it in one of our previous episodes. I was excited for Rugby World Cup. Yeah. Spoiler alert, Ireland lost. That was who you're cheering for? I was kind of cheering for Ireland. I don't know why. Um, I just like them as a team. And You've been to Ireland before, Been right? to Ireland, and I've been in Ireland uh, when the Rugby World Cups were on, and we got to like cheer in the pubs That's pretty with cool. Irish. So just fond memories of shout-out to uh, Ireland Rugby, but got... Brutally, be- not brutally beat. It was actually a really close match with uh, New Zealand, who moved on. And so we'll be watching, uh, actually today, New Zealand plays Argentina. Won't be the case when this airs, but today mm-hmm. when we're recording. So that'll be interesting. And then uh, England and South Africa tomorrow. Uh, so, yeah, getting close to the final, which will be neat. Will you keep watching it? even though? Oh, yeah, I'll keep watching uh, okay, it. Okay, yeah, yeah, so you're really, you're into Well, now we're down to, like, really good, I mean, they're all good teams, right? But we're down to, like, Re- final four so then yeah. into championship it's like weekend. basically the super bowl so everybody yeah, watches the so super bowl even if you don't if you talk about really tight matches really wow. good teams stuff like that no cool. offense to the teams in and the it's early brutal rounds. too i mean it's like intense. it's fun to watch yeah it there's is. always some bloodshed <laughs> it's good yeah the problem is is i watch it with the kids and then they start wrestling and their mom doesn't like that necessarily. Mm, yep, they like they go get, grab they the get hyped up. <laughs> they go grab the American football in their playroom and then <laughs> start like just trashing on each other in the living room. It's not really good. I'm like, that's just funny. Take that outside. Well, in in line with your other obscure sports, F uh, one's in America now, right? Uh, and this Texas coming this weekend, week, right? yeah, at Coda. Uh, so yeah, I have some be buddies there. that are going down to that. Yeah, so that'll be pretty cool. And then pretty soon, a couple weeks away. Yeah, like four weeks away. Las Vegas. Vegas. I see all these things that are coming out now, and like Netflix is coming out with some live, it's like a live recording, really? and they're doing F1 racers, like drivers, are going to go play golf with PGA Tour golfers. That sounds like a joke. I It does. It, but this thing, it's a thing that's about to come out, and it's, and it's going to be like the first live Netflix thing. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So my sports season is pretty much almost done because cycling is over for the year. Are you so are you taking F1s, a break for a while? Well, no, like watching. Just watching. Yeah, oh, okay. cycling. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Pretty much done. Uh, F one's pretty much done. I mean, there's race, still races to go, but it's all except the mid pack teams. It's all pretty much decided. And then, uh, yeah. So you're just gonna have to focus on your fantasy football team and watch that more and crush it. Yeah, I mean, you and our teams are pretty much ballers. So yeah. Pretty much, but you said you're doing really well in one of your leagues, so I'm impressed. Yeah, I, I this by this is time the last first year, year I've actually not angry. been terrible, and Adam Thielen is like amazing. Which and I did all the scouting work on that one you for did. you. You definitely did, but I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, let's get to our question for the day. Whoa, wait, 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 whoa, whoa. Housekeeping, 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 odds and ends that we have. Obviously, we're sponsored by Jewel Financial. This episode and all episodes of DIY Money. We have a wealth development program where we work with folks all across the country and help them with various different things and uh, small businesses to just high earners. We help you kind of navigate this financial world and put a good financial plan in place. Send us some questions. 
Questions we've been getting are really good. The question we have today is a good one as well. Send your questions into podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. Check us out on the social media feeds. We have quite a bit of content coming out on there and some different videos and things that we've done. So definitely check us out on any of the social medias. It is DIY Money Podcast is where you'll find us on those socials. And then check out Quint's Twitter at uh, Quint Tatro. T-A-T-R-O is his last name. All right. Now we can get to our question. Let's do it. David, what do you got? DIY! Hello, DIY Money Team. My name is David. I currently live in Northern Arizona. However, I'm originally from Seattle. I'm very lucky to be currently living in my parents' house that they built for retirement. They built this house during the pandemic and thought they were going to retire, but due to other reasons have decided not to move into this house. So we're very lucky and we have extremely discounted rent. The house consists of my wife and I and our one-year-old. My question is, when do we leave my parents' house and get a house of our own? It feels like the smart thing to do is to stay in this situation for as long as possible and kind of milk this for as long as possible until either my parents kick us out or we outgrow the house, adding more family members, more kids. Is there something else I should be considering that I'm currently not? Uh, I'm sure others are in a similar situation to me where they are living with friends or family for discounted rent and kind of when's the right time to leave and where should we be putting our money? Is it all towards retirement or is it maybe a mix of retirement and house? Thanks. Love the show. All right. This is a really good question, David. And I want to give some context and background to the listeners out there because we had a a write-in. David added some more information. One, the first information he added was a fantastic picture of his family and if you heard on the on the recording there, cute little baby that is uh, mm-hmm. that is part of the family. So that was fantastic. Bravo! And then the other thing is they mentioned they're high income earners. They have no debt, and they already have a down payment saved and ready to go uh, for the the next house for the house that which they're is awesome, to buy, which is fantastic. So Daniel, the reason you and I are on this episode is we're both renting right now mm-hmm. and kind of. Potentially looking at a house in the future. So what would you say to David off the off the start? I would say if you have this ideal situation where you can kind of like wait, be patient, uh, have a you know economic advantage basically in the meantime, then by all means, why not go for it? Uh, I'm assuming that the parents don't have them locked into like some kind of five-year lease to where they don't have an out. Which means they can keep their eyes open, find the house that they want, find a good deal on the timeline that they want. Presumably. I mean, I'm I'm presuming that the parents would be okay at some point if they move out. Yeah. Which puts them in a really good driver's seat as far as being able to wait and watch and find the right deal at the right time and find the thing that they want in the neighborhood that they want, hopefully, without being necessarily super picky. But it's not like they're trying to sell a house and buy a house at the same time to where they just they need to find the right thing. Or they need to to just move. They can wait for the right thing to kind of come along, or at least something close enough to the right thing. And in the meantime, it seems like I mean I don't know what rents are in northern Arizona. I'm guessing they're talking about like Flagstaff area, yeah, or Prescott, probably. or something yeah. like that. Which is like, if you look on the map, it's kind of north. Fair. And then there's a lot of desert. <laughs> yes. Um, but beautiful area, but I don't know what the rents are there, but I'm, this sounds like a great deal. Yeah, it sounds fantastic. And it sounds like they've been able to save up along the way, so why not continue to do that as long as possible? But obviously, at some point, they want to own their own place, uh, fix it up the way that they want, paint it the way they want, do all the things that they want, and not have to ask the parents, like, 
hey, can we redo your landscaping? Right. Yeah, yeah. Like that, I so. mean, you definitely at some point want to be able to own your own place, and that ownership comes with a lot of benefits as well. Mm-hmm. If you want to own, maybe they want to yeah, rent. If you it. Wanna, but it sounds yeah. like they definitely want to own. Something. Yeah, it sounds like they want to own. They already have the, their down payment ready to go. I think what you're saying as far as like waiting for the perfect opportunity or the right house to come up is fantastic. And the fact that your parents are giving you this opportunity is great, too. I would put a caveat in, and we've talked about this before on the show, if that house and living there comes with stipulations that isn't good for your family, then that kind of takes precedent over some of the advantages that you get from having this opportunity. Like if, because you live in this house, you are required to go to that side of the family for Christmas and then you are not able to see the other side of the family. Well, then there's more dynamics there and there's more things that you need to consider and factor in when you're getting this opportunity to, to have this low, low rent amount. That they've been just driving me crazy my whole life. Is that... <laughs> That's what you're saying, isn't it? I would say, if you're in an opportunity like this, whether it's any time when you kind of have an advantage, maybe it's a tax advantage somewhere in your life, or it is something like this where you have extremely low rent. If you're a young person and you're living with your parents a couple years after college and you're making income, if you have an opportunity like this, you have to take advantage of it. So they mentioned in the email that they were a little bit behind on retirement savings. Well, this is a great opportunity right now to really get ahead and start planning aggressively for retirement. So maybe some of those things that you could do is do 529 planning for you and your spouse, David, where you're putting money in a 529 for yourselves. Maybe it's aggressively putting money into a retirement account right now. Or just putting money into a joint taxable account that you're really funding, putting a lot of money there, and building up for the future. I I just think you can't let this low rent also translate to an increase in lifestyle. Because lower rent, more discretionary income, that can a lot of the time lead to a higher lifestyle. And then when you do have the home and you do have a mortgage, your lifestyle is likely not going to change at that point your lifestyle will stay probably the same or if not increase more. So you want to, you want to be aware of that. Yeah, that's a good point. You kind of have to live as if, especially in this instance where your costs are really low and should be stocking that away somewhere. Um, and basically paying yourself the difference, I guess. That's kind of what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Some so way, shape, if you know you're going to be having a mortgage that's $2,000 all in, mm-hmm. well then that 1500 should be going somewhere. It shouldn't just be going towards additional expenses. Yeah, because that'd be a rude awakening. Yeah, like you oh, move absolutely. into a new place. Yeah, like, yeah, and now it's the first mortgage payment comes. You're like, wait, where did fifteen hundred dollars go? Exactly. Then you're living on ramen in a really nice house. But so, Daniel, to go on a personal side, it may not answer David's question. But what is what is your family's trajectory for buying a house, and what do you look for right now? Because I think you're in a similar situation to a degree. You have money set aside ready for a down payment on a house, Mm -hmm. what is your trigger point? Yeah, so uh, to recap for folks that haven't binged all like 500-some episodes, which you should. What are you waiting for? Uh, But we've been renting for a while. We used to be homeowners, and then we got the opportunity to move, rent for a while, and then COVID happened, and then Mm -hmm. COVID real estate happened. And so we've just kind of been taking our time because we're really in no rush. But the property market in Lexington, uh, like a lot of places, but Lexington's kind of landlocked to some extent, as far as new builds and stuff, mm-hmm. for people who don't know. So there's not like a lot of new development going up. So you kind of have to watch and wait for houses to come up in the neighborhoods and areas that you want. 
And so, yeah, we're just kind of uh, taking our time watching. We got the cash set aside. We're renting a place. The hard part is we like our neighbors and the folks that we're yeah, around and stuff like, like that. So there's no like rush for us to leave, aside from the fact that um, we kind of want a different layout for a house or something like that. So, But um, if a house came up, yeah. you guys would be ready to jump on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we're kind of in that sort of same place where, yeah, if we saw the right thing at the right time and ballpark the right price, which right now would be like right price plus 20% mm-hmm. or something like that because prices are just kind of crazy. But yeah, we're, you know, keeping the eyes open, um, watching, waiting, all of that. So how about you guys? Yeah, I mean, we're renting right now kind of more out of necessity than mm-hmm. anything is my wife is going to PA school. We're renting at a halfway point between Lexington and Louisville, Kentucky, in order to split the commute difference that sh- that we have for her going to school and it's me like coming to work. hour 20 from here to Louisville or hour-ish? Yeah, it's like an hour and a half. So we yeah. do like 45 minutes each way. And so it's it's a necessity. But at the same time, we're comfortable renting right now because we can build up some cash flow. With, with the cheaper rent that we have, we can build up some cash flow for paying off student loans in the future. And then also building up a good amount for a down payment on a house we're of the mindset that we're going to put 20% down. We're not going to pay PMI. We're not going to do uh, a loan that that structures in that way. So it it allows us to have a couple of years where we're putting money away and putting it into an area to build up the cash we need for the house that we want. And it'll still be a starter home. It won't be anything amazing, but it'll be a starter home that we can work and, and fix on. I think younger folks are so eager to buy houses, and I think that comes from maybe an older generation, parents, grandparents telling you like, why are you wasting your money on rent? You need to buy. And right now the housing market's been pretty crazy for the last three years. I think it's okay to be renting for a while at a discounted price to make sure you find the property or house that you want and to build up cash in order to have a down payment for where you're looking. And I think if you run the math, I mean, it's all very um, neighborhood and location based. If you run the math right now, in some places, the rents versus the cost of ownership oh, yeah. is very favorable um, compared to historical norms. So uh, if you just look at what you would, you know, the same exact house, what it would cost to rent it versus buy it in today's market at these sale prices and at these interest rates and things like that, um, I think don't discount the fact that renting actually could be uh, a viable solution for some folks, as long as you're setting up sort of your long-term goals and plans and have a savings plan in place and, and things like that. I don't think that that necessarily means you sell a house that you own to right. then go rent. Like you can't play the, it's not like you, you don't do like short-term trading in the house market type of thing. <laughs> right. But if you were looking to get in today and there's a viable rental market and you look at the cost of rent versus the cost of ownership, I think you have to look at that and consider whether in your market it's, you know, a viable good idea. Please won't you be my neighbor? Well, that's a great question, David. We're going to wrap it up there. Uh, thank you so much for sending your question. Again, David sent that question into podcast at DIYmoney.org. We just encourage you, take advantage of the opportunity while you have it. Make sure that you're doing the right things. Maybe talk to someone if you need to decide where the best place for money is going. All right, friends, the secret to wealth is really very simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. Do so for a very long time. Make it a great one.
Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.